What did you do, baby? Okay, okay, that's a good sign that you can hear me then. So let's kick it off. <laughs> let's kick it off. Hi, Roxy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. And Happy New Year to our our listeners, our favorite listeners. Though, (laughs) Yes, (laughs) a community. I like that. That that is a better way to say it. Happy New Year to our community, friends, family even. Um, It's good to be talking to you guys this new year. You know, 2020 was hot. So we should definitely be happy that you know, you're hearing us this year yeah. and I'm glad that you guys, yeah, yeah. you know, are listening to us this year as well, wherever you may be listening from. So, uh, so this year, this year, guys, this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, we want to hear all about how last year was for you. So, I mean, do send us a voice message on that. We would love uh-huh. to share it. Um, we will be getting into how last year was for us, mostly the lesson to this podcast. But before we get into that, Roxy, can you just give me a little bit of how your week was? My week was good. I started going to work unofficially, I'll say, on Wednesday. And I've had, like, a series of meetings. And whenever, like, I'm in the meeting, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm actually in the meeting. Like, I'm an adult, so going to work and going for meetings and all that. But it has been stressful because I'm... I'm fasting. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say that, but I'm fasting the yearly fast for churches, blah, blah, blah. So I'm fasting and I'm going to work. Then whenever I come back, I, my, whenever I come back, I go to church. Then before I come home, or by the time I come home, I have to attend to my household. <laughs> can you hear me? No, no. Yeah, I can hear you. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to visually imagine all these things, but go ahead. Oh, okay. So I, I tend, I, um, what, was the, what was that? Anything? I attend to my household if I actually eat. So by the time I eat, so instead of being 66, I end up being like 68 or something because I realize that I'm actually running a home. Like everything that goes on in the home goes through me. So, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, Take it's a good thing in the sense that it gives you some insight to running your own house. When I say your own house, I don't mean a family married house. I mean, yeah, it depends on if you end up living by yourself at any point in time, but it gives you knowledge of how to deal with that even when you are alone and not necessarily yeah. a husband house or whatever. But even in that space, too, as well, it gives you some knowledge. So that's a good thing. I certainly don't envy you, though, because I'm not, I don't even, oh, my God. I, well, you know, I already hate cooking. So anything that involves yeah. that. I'm going to run the other way. But, yeah, anyway, yeah, that sounds like an exciting week, especially for the fact that, you know, work has begun again. I know it has been a while since last you've been able to do that. So, yay for that. Um, Sounds like good kind of stress. I mean, sometimes we forget to, you know, acknowledge or we take for granted some of this working thing some of you know it's like you're going every day and you don't even you have no gratitude for the fact that you're actually in a meeting or the fact that you are in an office environment it's more like Mm -hmm. oh work 
so it's good to hear someone else sort of give gratitude for something like that and be like so yeah i'm in a meeting yay i mean yay <laughs> and i would say that sorry to cut you off i would say that i have less anxiety than i thought i would have Okay, that's good. Going back to work and actually working, I thought I would have so much anxiety, like how good I am, and especially using public transport to go to work because the pandemic that hasn't ended, but we don't want to accept that Corona is around, and using public transport and being, uh, like being in spaces with other people, I thought I would have a lot more anxiety than I actually have so i guess that's a good thing well that's a good thing definitely goes to show that sometimes you want to underestimate themselves and sometimes it just takes doing things to make you realize that it's not there's really no big deal really so i'm happy yeah. for you i'm happy for you guys you guys you need to be happy for rock this a big achievement trust me <laughs> so yeah Thank my you. week my week my week was i would I wouldn't say basic, but in a way also basic. I mean, I've been working already, so it was just another working week, but we've been working from home, which mm-hmm. almost has its ups and downs. Like, the distractions are crazy. Like, I kid you not, I had so many meetings last week, and half of the meeting, meetings, I did them at the most randomest places. There was one yeah. meeting I did in ShopRite bathroom because my mom set me on an errand, and, you know... <laughs> <laughs> so some meetings I have in my car while driving, some meetings, like I said, shop right back room. You know, I, <laughs> I have to see if I go to like for you to market, I have to sit down in my car quickly to just have my meeting, say the part that I need to say. And then I kid you not, while I shop, while I do the shopping, I'm mm. listening in the meetings, barely grasping <laughs> anything. Like <laughs> the whole mess but it's uh, it's sharp it's stressful and exciting at the same time to be honest I mean yeah the ridiculousness of it sometimes just <laughs> you'll be like oh my god what am I even doing like if I did if I was in the office I wouldn't even have time for all these things so it's Definitely. a mixed feeling it's a mixed feelings I also did IELTS this week and yay I passed I mean yay yeah definitely yay any note or advice for anyone listening that is about to take IELTS, I would just say that, um, you know, practice does make perfect. It is English, but, you know, I think you should practice on time management too, which is something I feel like sucked at while taking the exam. By the way, I got an eight, eight points, an eight, just in case you're wondering what, what makes me the expert to be giving you this advice. I think I did good. So I can offer you some advice. You did good. <laughs> so time management is your friend do better to manage your time don't i mean perfection is good but truly what is perfection if you already know this is the answer don't sit down and still be reading what you already know is the answer which is sort of the things yeah. that i was doing and wasted time so that's my advice guys time management is your friend is key in this exam and trust me you can't really fail i mean if you breathe a lot you speak a lot you know you know english more or less you can't feel so have faith okay 
thank you Nunu for the advice some of us to take into consideration by the end of the year or next year um before we get um, straight on into the year itself we need to look back at 2020 and see you know I'm sure it dished us all of us you know terrible things back to back <laughs> I'd like to believe that those things went for nothing and we were able to learn things from mm-hmm. that terrible year so this is some of the things that we learned and because of nice i'm gonna allow roxy go first so roxy can you give us some insights to what 2020 held um for you what are the lessons that you want to you know you want people to know so that they don't okay. they, they learn it without experiencing it go ahead yeah Okay, um, so guys, when we were planning this episode, we group, we have a category, we have categories of five, which um, consists of personal growth, mental health is there, physical health, skincare, emotional health, habits, is all in physical, is all in personal growth. Then we talk about career, where work, masters, courses, we did all through 2020. Then we talk about finances, um, saving, investments, life. For me personally, I had lifestyle inflation last year. And we talk about relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, keeping friendships. So those are our five categories. And um, I guess we are just going to do two in each session, right? Is that fine? Yes, that's fine. So we end up doing 10, or at least 10 each. Okay, I don't even know if all my lessons are about almost 10, but yeah, I think that is fine. That, that's a good benchmark. Okay, so I should start, right? Yep, the floor is yours. Thank you, Nunu. So for personal growth, I had one that says, no such thing as brutal honesty. There can only be complete honesty, and that requires reading the room. I think I saw this somewhere. It's not it's not like an original thought for me, but it talks about how uh how brutal, like the word brutal has to do has negative connotations. And for me, honesty has positive connotations. So those are not two words that you can mix together. It's I don't think brutal honesty is a real thing because even in your wanting to be completely honest with someone you still have to put their emotions in check basically or you still have to consider their emotions and choose your words very carefully especially if it's like a like a moment of truth or something like that or just in everyday life so do you want to go or should i give my second one well you go you go okay um but I mean, I totally agree with what you are saying. I mean, you should never really um, be mean. I mean, we're all about being intentional this year. So even when you're telling the truth, you need to be intentional about it. You can't go around being an asshole, forgive my language, you know, just yeah. in the name of being truthful. My personal, uh, my personal lesson for last year is, for me, one of the first things I wrote was, um, bad is bad and good is good and anything in between truly are just excuses and mm-hmm. what this means is because I know a lot of people like to fantasize about the 
the phrase gray area, saying there's always a gray area to everything and it's not all black and white. While that might be fine for, you know, for the sake of the fact that people have different morality standing and, you know, bad is bad for some people and good is bad is good for some people. You get what I'm trying to say? We all have different mm-hmm. moral, moral standing. Those are where gray areas may come into part. But if you're looking at, at yourself inwardly, personal wise, you need to yeah. be honest with yourself with what is good for you and what is bad. And justifying anything you know is truly bad, you know, is giving yourself an excuse. And this is something that- Or lying I, to yourself. Exactly, it's lying to yourself. This is something that I did, you know, last year. And I'm not proud of it, truly. But for me, at that time, there were a lot of justifiable reasons, you know, and that's what the pro- that's where the problem was. The fact that I wasn't being honest with myself. I knew what I was doing was wrong, but I refused to look at it as that. Just to give you guys some insight, because, you know, I wouldn't be true to this podcast if I don't give you guys some juices. Um, mm-hmm. An example of, you know, this revelation, this is the word revelation, is, you know, I, I was in a relationship, or rather I'm in a relationship, right? And then last year, my relationship took a nosedive. And we are better for it, than God. But that period, there was a lot of things going on in that period that would still fit into some of the other lessons I'm going to talk about. So I'll try not to really go into that area. But there were questions I needed to ask and I was shying away from asking those questions because I didn't want to come out as come off as difficult or come off as in Naga or one of those kind of things. And so instead of asking those questions, I gave myself the answer for those questions. And I allowed those answers that I gave myself feed into the way I reacted. Exactly, my decision making. And so at that time, I thought maybe the, I thought my boyfriend at that time was probably off doing his own thing with other girls, not really caring about my opinion, not telling me the truth. And I told myself, why am I trying so hard for this relationship if the other person isn't putting as much into it like isn't being as honest and loyal as I'm trying to be and so why on earth am I you know being the one that is good and I told myself you know what if that's the case I should probably go out and enjoy myself too and at this point I had suitors we'll use the word suitors you know that I found (laughs) that I found that I found attractive and I was interested in and the only thing that was stopping me from going on that suitors was the fact that oh I shouldn't be doing it but the moment I made that, um, gave myself that justification, that fact that, you know, I'm not, I shouldn't be putting so much when the other person isn't. Yeah. I allowed myself to indulge in all the things that I shouldn't be doing. You know, things that are called cheating. I mean, I know this is cheating. I know it's a bad thing. Even if the other person is doing it, I know for at least myself that this is wrong. And I told myself, it's not all black and white. There's a gray area, you know, we leave once um it's still my life I should enjoy all the rubbish you tell yourself to make mm-hmm. yourself and in the end I realized when everything came to clear light he wasn't even cheating but that's not even the, the thing the truth of the matter is through all that process I really couldn't take myself seriously because any moment I had to talk to myself seriously I felt like I was doing something bad but I didn't yeah. want to confront that I didn't want to confront it and I allowed myself, I derailed myself from the place that I was trying to go. So 
my advice to everyone <laughs> one do not cheat it's bad trust me you're better off but two don't deceive yourself with this whole um you know it might be a bad thing but i should still be doing it again like i said morality differs for people but now i'm talking about yourself the things that you have told yourself the truths that you need to hold on to yourself how to hold yourself accountable to maybe what you believe you know pay your religion pay your morality pay your upbringing i mean as long as it's not you know against the law more or less you need to outline what is good for you and what is bad for you so that you can keep yourself you know in check it doesn't mean you yeah. wouldn't fail sometimes but you have something to keep yourself in check with and you can correct yourself and you can hold yourself accountable so that is my major lesson so yeah you could go ahead and see your next personal one Adi. oh what's my next personal one i have so many um <laughs> I guess I'm just going to say this one. Um, I said the strongest and um, the best ability of man is adaptability. Everyone will adjust and eventually move on, bracket, hopefully. And I said with every passing day or second or minute, something happens and a new normal is created. So, okay. um, I guess those two tie into each other. Since as humans we are so adaptable we can adapt with anything and with every person with every moment with every word that comes out of your mouth like there can be an alternate universe where you're saying something totally different and there will be a totally different result because of what you're saying so with every passing second with every decision we make with everything anything we see or someone says to us a new normal is created because that wasn't the case like a second ago or a minute ago so i think i just try to live in the consciousness of that and be more intentional with what i do yeah, yeah. or what i say yeah i think that I, I mean you're totally right look at this whole covid phase for example i mean it came oh. all of a sudden and we adapted whether we liked it or not and that's just mm-hmm. the- human beings whether you like it or not you're gonna adapt more or less so yeah you need to be intentional with yourself particularly what what do you want to adapt to what do you want to run away from what kind of environment do you want to leave so that you don't adapt to something wrong and all that yeah that's that's definitely important i should definitely even write that down myself but don't worry guys we'll try to you know post this thing so that you guys can you know, see these things in bold letters every day and remind yourself of it. My yeah, next... so... yeah, you want to say something, Maxi? I was going to say we'll um, make it into like different quotes that we can post throughout yeah. the year, maybe. Exactly. exactly. I would I would hold Roxy up to that. Roxy is holding up to that. <laughs> so you have to keep your word. <laughs> all right, all right. So my next one, my next personal yeah. one is... The worst will either happen or not. And no amount of worrying, groveling, whining is going to do anything truly to change that. And I know that sounds very (laughs) scary to hear, but the truth of the matter is once you, you know, you're trying to work at something personally, and I mean in terms of, um, 
I'm looking for a good example now. Maybe in terms of starting a business, having a baby, starting a relationship. So many mm-hmm. things you can you can even it could be as simple as starting a new habit or whatever. But habit yeah. is more than now. So I would say maybe relationships and business and family and just trying to be a better person generally. When you when you put in the work you need to put in for some of these things, we have fears that as much as we try to pray to um get a boyfriend get married get pregnant um get a new job or get a business we put in all the money we study all the things we need to study we put in all the work more or less we need to put in for this thing that we need Mm -hmm. to constantly keep working and worrying and worrying about it but the truth of the matter is the worst case scenario could either happen or not happen and you have done your own bit to make sure that it doesn't happen you have yeah. believed in God, at least if you, depending on your faith, that, you know, the good would happen. You have done all those things you need to do. So why keep worrying about it? Because the truth of the matter is, if it's meant for you, and I know, I wouldn't say if it's meant for you, you will have it. Again, you have to work for it. I agree. But you don't have to worry about it. Because the more you keep worrying and wondering and overthinking, it's not going to change the result. True. Yeah. God is either going to change by the not change the result is either going to be affected by the work you put into it or the faith you have and even the faith you have it still goes in line with the work you put into it so once you have put in that work you need to calm down and you know allow the course of life to happen the way it's supposed to you know you know allow ourselves to reap the harvest that we have sowed but realize that that harvest no matter how much we worry about it, the ones that are going to die in the seeds are going to die. And the ones that are going yeah. to grow, grow, you know. So you can't control rainfall, neither can you control the sun. You can only Come put on, in- no, no. You can only put in the seeds. So guys, stop worrying. Again, I'll say the work will either happen or not. And no amount of worrying can do much to change that. So that's yeah. it, guys. Yeah. That's yeah. it from yeah. the personal. On to Roxy with the next um, section. I mean, the next segment or category. Yeah. Um, okay. Our second category is career, and that includes work, business, and courses. Mine, like the two I have here, are actually very basic, and uh, it it tallies for me. I said my first one is it's okay to be anxious or fear failure, but do it anyway. So I have a lot of things I I need to do before the course of my life is over. But I keep like hearing voices in my head of, oh, what if it fails, blah, 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 things like that. I just keep telling myself like um, it won't work or things like that, which they actually talk about in church today. But I have to do it anyway. Like this podcast was such a, was such a, um, what did I say? was such a big fear for me. It was something that made me very anxious because when Nunu brought it up in, I think June or May, I was so excited, but within a week of thinking about it, anxiety just sucked up all my excitement and all those type of things. And even, even though we recorded some and planned it, I still had a lot of anxiety about telling my family and telling my sisters and telling people who were close to me. And with every day, 
I'm doing that. And even at work now, like I talk about how I thought I would be a lot more anxious going into work and actually working more. I'm not, I'm not as anxious as I thought I would be. And which is a good thing. So whether you're anxious or you fear failure or something, just do it. As Nino just said, what's the worst that could happen? It will still happen regardless. So why not just make sure that even if it fails, it didn't, it didn't fail because she didn't try. Yeah. Then. there. Go ahead. I guess I'm just going to say my second one now. And All right. my second says making a list, no matter the topic, always helps. Because um, I learned this from my younger. I learned this from my younger big sis, and um, it just when I had I had a lot of things to pay off, and she just told me, and I was telling her, oh, I have to do this, I have to pay for this, I have to pay for this. And she just told me, make a list. And that's actually like the habit I'm trying to emulate from two of my sisters. Every day, one does it in the morning. Once she wakes up, she writes down all her expenditure or things she wants to do for that day or people who are owing her business plans. And the other one does it at night. Everything she spends that day, she writes it down. And I'm even learning to do that with me in my head, thinking I'm running a home, like, when maybe something is about to be finished, I'm already putting it on the list on my phone or anything. So, anyway, the meetings have been going. I'm, I'm already like, when they're talking, I'm already making a list of this, this, this for the report I'm going to write. I'm going to put this and all this other thing. So, that's basically my two lessons. Okay. I mean, I'm definitely particular about that second one. Making a list is important because. That's something I do not do. I, I tell myself, better finances, better this. But to be honest, even what I spent today, apart from church offering, I can't even remember yeah. the specifics. So definitely making a list is something I need to pick up. Guys, if you're not doing it, then you should be. But yeah, you know. So on to mine for um, career, career-wise, my two. Funny enough, my first one is also similar to your first one. <laughs> it's also about fear, which I think is a big deal for everyone. I think that's why we both have it on our list because fear is a is a big deal some of the time. But what I wrote anyway was fear is built from the past. You know, you never fear the things to come. Like whatever it is that you're fearing, people think that you fear the future and people think that you fear before you start something. Well, that fear must have been built from a previous experience mm. or must have been built from someone else's experience. Half of the things that we fear is something, okay, we are fearing failure is because we failed before. We know what it's like. We don't want to do mm. it again. We fear, we fear falling down because we're falling. But that's the thing. We need to remind ourselves that all those past events, we stood up, we came up, we survived it, we persevered, even though we failed yeah. already. So why are we afraid of that same thing? You know? So fear, more or less, is living in the past. And this is not me saying that you wouldn't be afraid. It means, are you going to keep living in the past for the rest of your life? Or are you going to look towards the future and do things regardless of fear or do things fearfully? Because for as much as you have been afraid all your life, you have like you are you have gotten where you are, irrespective of those failures or those things that you feel now. Even if it is that snake beats you before and now you're scared of snakes, 
the truth of the matter is snake beat you before and you survive. <laughs> so chances are you would, you know, you, you probably would survive this time, not because you are immune now to snake venom. No, obviously not. But you probably know how to deal with it better for those of you, but for people that learned from that experience. Yeah. So what I'm saying is fears in the past that we all really need to stop living in the past. So more or less do things regardless of fear. Learn from the failures of the past and see how you can, even though you're doing it afraid, see how you can do it better even though afraid or do afraid, whatever the yeah. word is. But that's that's more or less what I'm gonna say. And I put this for career because in career that's like one of the major things we fight. We don't want to take that bold step. We don't want to do this again because we got laughed at. You know, we don't want to. And I'll give a good example because I'm trying to personalize things even more. There was a time in school back then. There was this thing we used to do in school where you they I point you like a like um what's it called an an, an ambassador yeah. you know for that and then I was supposed to be a deputy and then they called all of us for a meeting like for an interview mm-hmm. rather and when I sat up it was time for mine I was so tense like I've never been tense like that in my entire life and the worst part was the people interviewing me made fun of that they knew I was tense and they played yeah. that and that is in them but again that's that's the way the world is people are sometimes you know that way based on whatever they feel justified for that reason so anyway that process was hell for me they asked me questions that in my sleep I would be able to answer but at that moment I said absolute rubbish and they made like they didn't even think before they made fun of that in fact they, they insulted me on top of it I told myself almost that I would never do it again you know and then that same semester I had the chance for going for something uh-huh. else. This time it wasn't a departmental thing. It was, you know, yeah. general. It was for like the association of the school. And for the interview we were supposed to have, and mind you, this interview was where with bigger yeah. people, like bigger um in the school, not even students that I was so afraid of before. But I wouldn't tell you that I wasn't afraid. Guys, I've never been more afraid, especially because of the embarrassment I had. I know that this embarrassment be higher. Yeah. It's been more yeah. public. That other one. I'm so afraid, but I practiced like never before. I prayed. In fact, that whole period, the prayer I was praying was just for that. I think there was nothing else in my life that was important. And with that, I told myself to do it afraid anyway, because I have done all the things that I have I could possibly do. And I kid you not, this is not me giving a motivational story. I ranked like the highest, like I got the highest score right, no, no. for interview. Everybody that got that got interviewed, I kid you not. And that just goes to show how much, you know, you can achieve regardless of fear. So guys, I'm not going to go back and forth. That's that. Fear is built from the past. So stop living in the past, look to the future and do things regardless or even despite, not regardless, yeah. despite. I think that means the same thing, despite of fear. So my next one is, I know you guys have heard this or something similar. Instead of practice makes perfect, I'm going to say practice makes progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, perfect while perfect is something so far-fetched and not necessarily attainable per yeah. se progress sounds more attainable progress sounds more you know 
possible. And the, that's the truth. If we want to truly make progress in anything, we need to practice it. We need to keep working. It's easy to say, oh, you know, what? I don't want to keep doing this thing. Let me just do what I know how mm-hmm. to do. I already know how to make a complete calendar, for example. I'll just keep making it the same way I know how to make it anytime anybody asks me. And aside from that period, I won't practice. I wouldn't read more. You will never really yeah. progress. You might stay in that same place. Yeah. And at some point, they will get time of you and look for someone who can do something yeah. better. So you need to practice. Practice could be reading more, more in it. Could be watching somebody else do it. Could be doing it again and again, but you know, getting more information on how to mm-hmm. do it better. And that alone, even doing it once, just one time alone, is progress. So practice makes progress. So nothing. Um, okay. Go ahead and say. Um. Next. Now we are moving on to finances. Um, and I think I have just one. And I said, money is literally paper, something fickle. Never let it take your joy or sleep. Okay, true. Agreed. You should never, I mean, once money starts controlling you, then ha, that's a huge problem. I'm sure we already, yeah. <laughs> already have it. Oh, yeah, for me, um, go ahead. So, you're still I just. Last year, I experienced a lot of lifestyle inflation and I made myself, I guess, like a burden to people around me because I was always maybe broke or asking for money or something. And I didn't really implement the financial habits that I know or I, I was intentional about it. So... And maybe some days I'll go to bed sad because, oh, I have to ask this person for money and ask that person for money, which is something I'm I'm really going to correct this year and live within my budget. That is true. And we should definitely learn how to cut our coats according to our sizes. That's it. Because, and yeah, we don't even know the struggle. We don't even know who is financing there than the next exactly. person. So we can't start competing what is not our problem. So yeah, for me, I also even have one as well. And what it is more or less is I wrote here that, you know, I need to stop fear and fearing the spending of money. Or actually, I, I need to stop being afraid of spending mm-hmm. money more or less. And why I put that there is because sometimes I, it's like, do I need to, do I spend this? Why spend this? I, I calculate money so much that, you know, it's limits my ability to multiply yeah. that money. And for those of us, you know, about investments and all that, you realize that you need to invest money. You need to spend money to earn money, money more or less. And so I'm, I'm trying to tell myself, rather than fear, uh, fearing or being afraid of spending yeah. money, instead I should learn how to do it wisely. Like you said, make a list, learn more, you know, things like that. Learn how to spend money wisely, yeah. like investing in myself. All through last year, I was scared of spending money on a book because it's like, why spend money on a book? It's going to cost a lot. But sure, the matter is, that book that I may buy, I may read something that can, change your life. you know, help me better, exactly change my life. I can be wise with the kind of books that I spend money on. If it's money that is going to better myself, it's money that is going to ease my stress, you know? If it's money that is going to, it's, I said money, book that is going to be good to me, then why not spend it? Why keep that money and allow myself to keep suffering by not knowing better in the things that I need to know because I didn't buy that book. I agree you can look for a wiser way to get the book, but the truth of the matter is you cannot say, 
you can't keep saying no to certain things that are important that would help you grow your finances just because you, you're scared of spending that yeah. money. And that goes into investing. Is how many investment I was scared of putting myself in. Not because I hadn't verified the investment first. I had. I'd done all the verification. And guys, I would advise that you do verification before investing. But I had done all the verifications. All that was left for, was for me to just bring out the money. And I was just like, why, why? let the money just sit down there. I closed my hand, you know, and in the end, that money will continue to sit down there and it will be the same amount. If anything, so it will reduce oh. because there are some expenditures that whether I like it or not, I will need to spend. There are some things that would come so randomly that I would have no choice but to spend when I could have spent on something that could have built my money. Mm-hmm. So guys, you need to stop being afraid of spending money. You need to spend money to earn more money or rather you need to put money to grow money so okay that's it guys i just wanted to give a note that whatever lesson we learned in this spirituality can be applied in whatever phase of life or whatever religion you practice or whomever you believe in or even like whatever makes you centered or still or mindful doesn't necessarily have it doesn't necessarily has to be god or have to be god it can be allah buddha whomever just putting that out there is that fine no no yeah definitely definitely yeah spirituality should be general it could even be the world's energy some people are into you know yeah. energy and aura and chakra so that could also play into that go ahead yeah so okay mine is um nobody is ever deserving of god's gift Always do your best to be grateful at all times and use it to the best of your ability or understanding, never to your own glory. So, um, sometime last year, since I think for a lot of people who are very mindful, yesterday, um, not yesterday, <laughs> last year was such a time for us to be still because we're not going to work, we're not going out, we're just at home. So for people who were very mindful, it was such a time for us to be still, basically. And um, I think I started getting a lot of, I would say, inspiration for people with the revelations about different things that God was telling me about, like um, COVID-19 or things to tell people. And hopefully I may do like a, a short segment on that one day on the podcast. Hopefully God will give me the... Hopefully, God will give me the bravery I need. So he started telling me a lot of things. And even when he started giving me those inspirations, I wasn't sharing it because I felt so undeserving or so, um, like, I felt like I was unworthy of the gift. Because even the Bible says that um, our righteousness are like filthy rags before God. And I did not realize that even as, much as I was unworthy or I felt unworthy, I am worthy because the blood of the Lamb has redeemed me, basically. And thankfully, as I, as I was preparing for this podcast today, I came across someone else. Well, I'll recommend her in our recommendations where she was talking about her own 2020 lessons and she put, um, she spoke about something in Romans eleven twenty nine, where, where he talks about the gift of God is without repentance. So the gift of God, once he has given you those gifts, I think, or in my own understanding of that verse, 
it doesn't like it's irrevocable. It's without repentance. He cannot go back on his word because he's not a man that he should lie. So if I start preaching, basically. <laughs> what did you say? I said we are here for it. We're here for it. You're preaching. <laughs> so basically, that was my last thing. Do you want to go first or should I just say my second one? You could say the second one. I only even have one. So you just okay. say the one. I said, remember your anchor to the ground when you feel overwhelmed or sad or emotions in between. And um and I also said, learn how to get through difficult days by being still. So okay. Yeah, I mean I totally agree the importance of one of those things and I think it, it sort of feeds back to that part of you know over worrying or worrying too much for whatever scenario that's going to come but in this part it's just having more faith that you know someone has your back yeah. some energy something whatever you believe in has your yeah. back and you need it so much because he would do things she would do things <laughs> they would do things something is the guiding way that, you exactly some, some, something somebody shall do something your for those who believe in it exactly exactly you know you know some people their parents are watching over them the ones that have passed away so many 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 things so truly i feel like there's so many things that you can put your burden on rather than you know allow it to eat you up instead Mm -hmm. so that's a good one (laughs) for me i put um we need to stop well i need to stop (laughs) the hero slash villain tag with human beings generally because I, as much as I say I don't judge people, I had a bad habit of, you know, putting tags to people. Yeah. And even on as, you know, like even my pastor, for example, I put this hero more than a man called by God tag. And Fantastic. the moment I felt like he wasn't, yeah, like he cannot even, un, unsinable, that's it. <laughs> he should not be doing, you know. And then the moment I saw that even him wasn't above sin, I almost felt like he no longer should be the one to train me or teach me in the way of God. Mm-hmm. And I gradually learned how wrong that was yeah. because whether we like it or not, God um, has already a, a, an outlook for everyone. Yeah. He sees everyone in the light that you know he has made them and he hasn't made anything that is bad. Yeah. So... You know, for me, no matter how I look at him, it doesn't reduce the way God looks at him. And if God continues to say that he's going to be the light in the world, if God continues saying that he's going to be the person he calls to teach his word, Mm -hmm. then I will be doing myself only saying that I'm not going to listen to the things he's saying. Because God, that man could even be a present to me, could be a gift to me, to guide me in the way of God. And I have, I have throwing away that gift because I feel like that gift is unclean but I mean who am I to say that you know and the same term goes in um, places for villains we see people that do things that are bad we see people that maybe sin or things that goes against uh, our own morality and our own moral judgment and we're quick to villainize those people but the truth of the matter is people are who they are based on their environment what they've gone through you know things like that and truly it's not about you exactly what they see what they felt themselves and rather than venalize them um for those things you should see them you should try and understand the things they've gone through and see how maybe you 
can play a part in changing that perception. And if you can't change that perception, then you walk away from that place. You don't have to tag that person as evil because, again, it might have been something that gave that reaction. You know, my pastor also gave an example. I think that was, that was two Sundays ago or so of how when he was younger, you know that story they most of them give, Sha. I mean, I wasn't there, but I like to believe that it was probably true, how they were notorious, mm-hmm. they did all the wrong things, mm-hmm. they stole and whatnot. And he talked about how, you know, his parents, the church he was at at that time, did sort of like a congregation for him, on for his sake, or like a congregation of elders. And he was ready for the insults they were going to give him. He was ready if they were going to even lash him. He was ready for anything they were going to give to him. And then one of the people in that congregation, in that group of people, told everyone else, even his parents, that they should all go, that he wants to have a one-on-one with him. And even at that time, he was ready for whatever that guy was going to give him, however bad it was going to be. And, you know, um, in, in the end, the guy calls them out and he's like, you know, you know, God loves you. You know, he wants the best for you. He does not care of this ridiculousness that you show. He has a true calling for you. And whatever you do, you know, it's not going to change that. It's only going to determine if you're going to be close to him and allow him to do those things in your life. Or if you're going to keep running and, you know, running away from the blessings. Yeah. And that sort of changed him because he, re- he, he saw, like, rather than people lash out and villainize him and insult him, this is somebody that is coming to him to tell him he loves him regardless. Yeah. You know, show him the true way so that he could change. And this spoke a lot to me to just show that you need you need to be kinder to people. You, you need, need to, to understand grace. people. Yes, you need to give grace, give chances. Of course, I'm not saying be open, be vulnerable, and end up getting shot in the foot <laughs> countless times. You know, do it with wisdom. Understand that there are some people that may not change, but it doesn't make them a bad person or it doesn't make them, you know, terrible criminals or something like that. It just means that you when you are not the one God has called to change that person or that person's time hasn't come to change yet. I'd rather than be angry at that person, take it in good faith and go and move. No, no, so yeah, that's it. <laughs> this is a this is a preaching category so <laughs> our listeners will have to and just a disclaimer before we go on we're not perfect we're not we're not saying we're the most oh holy we're the most <laughs> if anything we, we are very far that exactly that kind of thing that we do that you know it's in many questions of if it's good or bad but we allow the spirit to lead us we're doing the things that you know we're learning as we grow yeah. We're allowing us to be open for correction, for growth, spiritually, financially, anyhow, truly. And if you guys have different opinions or ways you want to, sh- things you want to share that could help us, by all means, do share it. You know, we're not saying you need to live life the ways we did. We're just trying to show you the ways we have. And so you learn from some of the things we've done, you know, and see what works for you. Yeah. So that's it. So next, to so your next um, category. We have relationships. This is like one of the major, major. This major, is major. like major. Okay, aside from personal growth, this is like another major, yeah. major. Major. Mm-hmm. Oh Go ahead. Goodness. I have so many. Where do I start from? Look at you. Um, you can pick any two or <laughs> if you can run them all. Yeah, okay. Let me just talk about this one very quickly. 
I said, um, there is so much love around you, genuine love. Do not allow yourself or do not allow your mind to make you unaccepting of it. You deserve it. Then um, I think it goes without saying that sometimes there might actually be genuine love about you or, or around you and you don't necessarily feel it or my mind has this way of playing this trick on me where I feel like nobody genuinely checks up on me. Like I do it for a lot of people who are in my in my circle and I, I don't feel like nobody does that for me, which I feel like maybe I'm expecting it to be the same way I give it, but I'm learning to allow myself to see that interpretation of love in so many ways rather than the way I would want it to be. Then um um I wrote you will love again and again some long term and some short term. Be grateful for the opportunity to love God's child and do it intentionally. Then uh you want to say some new new? Okay, so my first one and this also goes back to one of one example that I gave previously about um bad is bad and good is good this one is ask the difficult questions no matter how afraid you are of the answers and i this is a big for me in relationship especially because again we can allow ourselves we know the truth we we already know the answers but sometimes we don't want to hear it from the next person we don't want to be the ones to ask those questions or wrong scared of the answer exactly rocks the boat that's the word and because we are scared that we may never find love again it might not go in the way we want it to but sometimes those are the rude awakenings you need to know whether to leave a, re- a toxic relationship, a bad relationship, or to know whether you are even doubting the person you're with. Because yeah. sometimes these questions, it might go the other way around. It might not even go how you think it may be. You might get the answers that shows you that, oh, this person truly cares about you. Or you will never know till you ask. And like I said, that was a mistake I made back then. When I suspected things, when I felt things, I simply could have, ask that difficult question I, I could have forgotten being look at being seen as difficult or another I could just ask and I would have gotten the answer that I needed to know that I was overthinking 100% of everything yeah but for some other people you might not be overthinking it it might be clear like the answers might be there but you just need that verification that verbal verification to help you walk away do not be afraid of asking those questions. Ask those questions. You need to be with people that deserve you and not, you know, manage people that don't. And then my second one, which happens to be my last one for that, because I didn't really go so much into it, is mm-hmm. love like no one is watching. Because in the end, no one really is. Sometimes we feel like people are looking at our boyfriends or girlfriends. People are judging them. People are looking at, ah, is that the person that Nunu is with? Ah, this Nunu girl I used to form a speech is one badass. So this is the person she ended up with. You see, the truth of the matter is, in the end, after those first few words they may say, they will never be in your relationship. True. So if you base who you're with off, you want them to, you know, you want people to say this or say that, and you end up in the relationship that you truly hate, you're the only one that is going to suffer for it. You're the only one that's going to suffer in it. So love like no one is watching. You know, allow yourself to be in love with whoever it is. And in the end, what outsiders think 
doesn't really matter unless maybe the person is detrimental to you or something and even at that you would know but when it comes to loving don't you know don't love because don't say because or like for me for example now I'm a feminist I don't do this I don't do that sometimes I want to go out of my way to do certain things for the person I'm with just because I know that the person really loves it of course being who I am I wouldn't do it all the time because it's not like one of the things I love to do but even yeah. if I, I just once in a while just to put a smile on that person's face I will and you know be damned what people say outside be damned what people think because it's my relationship I'm the one in it no matter how old the person is the face or whatever beauty is in the eye of beholder so how I see him how I want to love him is up to me and I shouldn't be loving like you know I have an audience of people watching me or I need to report to an audience so that that is yeah. pretty much it I think another thing that goes without saying is that feminism isn't um, something that is set in stone. Of course. Because to me, I do feminism according to what I see in my current environment. The way I would do feminism here in my work yeah. location is different from um, the way I would do feminism if I was in Abuja, for example. So, And I think feminism and being in a relationship are two things that can um, what's the word that can go um, simultaneously I guess True. it just depends on what feminism means to you and which rules yeah. well not even rules like which statements basically of feminism that you would want to live out regardless of um, us being feminists and what have you you know what your relationship means to you and you know the person you're in the relationship with so yeah and the person understands that too you know it has to be reciprocal the person understands that this is how you are this is the kind of woman you are and truly that's what feminism is you know staying true the woman that you are go ahead i think um if let's take for example you would want to do something like cooking for your partner I think for me, it should stem out of love and not out of duty or because you're in the relationship, then you should automatically be the one who handles the cooking. That's what I think personally. Then, yeah. yeah. I totally agree. It's something you want to do, something you enjoy doing, something you do once in a while to put a smile, you know, and of course it has to be reciprocated. So yeah, I'm all for that. So were you done with all your relationship or you still had more to touch on? I have I have a lot, my dear. I have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um I'm trying to figure out one else. Oh okay, I'm going to try and um combine two. I said try not to invalidate anyone's experience or feeling in a bid to be right, because perspective is everything. Although I think the um, missing perspective is everything is something that cuts across all categories that we've talked about today. Yeah. Then, yeah, because I think um, I learned something maybe two years ago. I don't even know where I learned it from. Maybe like another podcast or YouTube where I know it was a female that said that she no longer sees right or wrong when it comes to relationship because everybody's everybody's experience is better you can do something to me let's say now maybe we are having a conversation and or maybe 
Okay, let me use an example that happened between my sister and I. I wanted to wear one of her clothes or one of my other sister's clothes. And it turns out that she wanted to wear that same dress that day. So I had like I had brushed out of the wardrobe first and kept it. And she was like, oh, that she wants to wear this too and all that. I was like, okay, so what's going to happen now? In the end, she was just like, oh, she doesn't care. I can do whatever I want. Now, in her mind, she has the standpoint that she is right. Because at the end of the day, I'm an adult. And since I brought it out first, I guess I, I sh- if we're talking about like, I, I should be the one to wear it first. But in my mind, I'm also right. But the fact that she said she used the word she doesn't care, it triggered me. Like, and I think we didn't, because of that, we didn't talk for like maybe a day or two because she said she, she didn't care. And it's just about perspective. And it's just about not trying to be the one who seems right all the time. You should actually imagine yourself in someone else's shoes, as they say. And as, and as I have said earlier, you try to give grace to people, even if you don't mm-hmm. understand. So True. And this is in terms of like a love relationship, you know, this is also trying to understand who your partner is. Doesn't mean you should necessarily tolerate things that you are not deserving of or you do not deserve. But I think, yeah, I think it goes into understanding your partner and knowing, you know, this person loves me. Did this thing this person did, did the person do it out of hate, out of spite? Or was it an accident? Or am I viewing it differently? You know, yeah. what he did, this thing that has happened does not mean he doesn't love me, although I see it like that. So I should yeah. communicate with, to him and see what exactly happened. Why did this happen? And if I find out, you know, so it's more or less just trying to say, um, you know, take the time to understand people, look at it from different perspectives. And those don't carry it on your head that... Uh, this person has done this automatically. The person does not love me. So exactly. Exactly. So any more? We said you had a lot. So I had a lot. I still have a lot. But I'm just going to say one more. Then the rest would eventually post it throughout the year. I this mm-hmm. um I categorize this as relationships and friendship. Um, I said okay. notice when a flaw or a weakness becomes a character trait. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Did he hit you the way he hit me when I wrote? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? yeah, I get what I, 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 I it, it does make sense. You know, someone's shortcomings or someone's, you know, something that the person did that makes the person almost human. You need to know when if that thing becomes embedded in the person, if it becomes who the person is, and no longer just exactly, exactly. no longer a flaw. Because if you say it's a flaw, it's something you would willingly want to work out or you would yeah. want to work on to change over time. But sure. when people when people start saying things like, oh, that's the way I am. Not to shade anybody, mm-hmm. please. Not to shade Nobody anybody. Needs to shade. Some people need to be shaded because <laughs> that's the way I am mentality. It's an issue. You can't, you, you are not born rude. Nobody gives birth to a rude person. So why should that be? And it stands out of this, oh, I'm being blunt. I'm not rude. Girl, boy, don't deceive yourself. Calling blunt rude is the same goddamn thing. You, you're, you're behaving like an asshole. So that's definitely not the way you are. We should drag these people who just don't mention names. They know themselves. They should so, catch themselves. Mm-hmm. yeah um do you have any intentions for the new year or this new year this month is already over but do you have any guiding words or phrases 
the the other uh, time when we tried to record this, you know, I had one banging statement that I made, and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, blah 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 blah. blah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> for me, I don't think I have a specific word or statement. It's just for me to take these lessons and actually, you know, intentionally do this year, not to, you know, do this year with it in mind you know, yeah. all the lessons. I don't want to have to repeat these lessons again because I should already learn from them. So this yeah. year, I want to, you know, even take part of your own lessons, add to my list and be intentional about the year. And, mm-hmm. you know, that this is this is just going to be an intentional year, Interna- intentional year for growth, international, I say international, <laughs> intentional <laughs> year for, for just stretching myself and reaching forth. Everything I do this year, I need to have intentionally done it i'm not going to allow myself sort of haze through the year or just play around through the year and see what happens Mm -hmm. so i would intentionally sow seeds that i want to see beep and put the work leave the rest to you know god and worry less Mm -hmm. how about you okay i have um, a few words that i'm leaving by this year i said um Mm -hmm. well the first thing i wrote in my journal is 2020 seems to me to be a year of rebirth or a second birth or revival. I know why I'm talking about this new new. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said? You know why I'm talking about this, right? Yes, yes, I know why you're talking about it. Everyone is going to know why you're talking about it, Rosestone. It doesn't need to be patient a bit, but yeah. everything will come into light. It's 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 crazy excited i'm excited i'm excited for you it's just i'm excited for the year but go on go on then i said this year is a year of transformation this is a year of details that is paying attention to myself and my environment then this is a year of invitation opening up and taking Mm -hmm. in new habits and hobbies Mm -hmm. and i said this is a year of being safe feeling seen and supported in my relationship with others and myself then (laughs) i said this is a year of being tender and open to deeper vulnerability vulner whatever no no pronounce the word (laughs) you understand bro vulnerability (laughs) (laughs) then this is a year of being enough as i am uh okay then the my wonderful face that blew Nunu's mind the first time we tried to record this for you guys I am looking for it and it says even if the dreams never actualize I would rather die climbing a new mountain than sleep than sleeping and sliding down an old one hallelujah somebody hallelujah we need to we need to stand up and do a standing ovation for that one cause... please say it again say it, say it again for the people at the back let me hear it let okay hear it. Say it i said even if the dreams never actualize i'll rather die climbing a new mountain than sleeping and sliding down an old one so that word is just it's it's carries so much it's it's self-explanatory yet it carries so much and man guys we need to take heal from that and you know do this year without mm-hmm. holding back you know yeah. keep climbing keep walking we got this we, we, we have to got this because there's no yeah. other option yeah so guys and that's this, it but, uh, yeah. i think well i don't know i think this, whatever i'm about to say i don't know if it actually relates to this but there's an adage or like a proverb that evil people say it says a uh, 
let me just translate it. It means like if you don't know how to pound on like on a mortar and pistol, then you pound on your lap. It, like it goes like I one Like I, I guess in my own interpretation of it, it means like whatever you do, just keep making progress. Like just keep mm-hmm. moving. You no know, English people will mm-hmm. say if you cannot run, you crawl. If you cannot yeah. uh, well, when you crawl, then you walk, then you fly and all those things. But I guess it just means mm-hmm. keep moving, keep making movements or progress. Never mm-hmm. stay at the pace. Then so it's do you have any good wishes for our listeners or um, I always have good wishes for my listeners. You guys literally all that is in my <laughs> heart is good wishes for you. But just to put it out you know put it on my tongue so that you know you know they say the spoken word is the most powerful so i will speak upon your lives i pray that you know this year is not just it's not a year of talking alone and not doing it's a year of speaking things into existence it's a year of you know all the hard work all the hard work that all the work we've put in for 2020 2019 all those years that we worked so hard this is going to be a year that we reap those things and i pray that you know you guys reap those harvests that you have planted for so long i pray that you have the focus and strength to plant more i pray to your happiness joy peace all that good things you know i pray that it's a year where you feel you 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 know the thing is we're all truly loved by God whether we we want to admit it or not but I pray this is the year that you truly feel and you relish in that love that you truly feel it with all the blessings and light that comes with it so that's my prayer for you guys I pray that every lessons that we put that you put on your own paper every list that you've made that you have the strength to lead through and by every single one of them i pray you find the strength to forgive yourselves from your past mistakes it is past we dropped it in 2021 you're forgiven you know pick up that mountain and keep moving sorry yeah 2020 not not 2020 sorry I'm, i'm a bit excited forgive me but yeah we dropped it and we're in a new year and we're gonna keep our head up high move focused that's it guys that's my prayer for you guys and every other thing that you want for yourself you know as you have said it as you have put it in your heart so it be amen amen so for me i wish i wish us (laughs) that makes so much sense us the podcast us as a as the community i wish us so much love I wish we would open our inner eyes and our hearts to see that there's so much love around us. Love is expressed in so many ways, regardless of what your mind might be tricking you into believing. I wish us so much peace and happiness and fun. And I wish us the gift of being intentional and being mindful and being present and to live every day just the way we want it to be and to for us to grow a habit of gratitude and be grateful for everything that is around us regardless of what our circumstances might be regardless of whose hearts we are breaking i pray that or i wish us ability to put ourselves first Mm -hmm. and to take care of Mm -hmm. you because we only have one body 
you can't take care of anyone yeah. else if you're not taking care of yourself emotionally, mentally, physically. And oh my goodness, I'm so excited. And I wish us the year of wealth. <laughs> so much money, so many Amen. vacations. Amen. I wish, Amen. I wish, I wish this pandemic away. Away. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> the, that's the point. I wish the vaccine here immediately. Um, yeah. I wish this pandemic away and thank you for always listening for the people who have who personally know us and who have sent me messages or called me to ask where's the second episode i love you i i really really appreciate it thank you for all the feedback um we would of course put them into into consideration and please feel free to, to send us a voice a voice message on the anchor app or to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms we will be very happy to learn from you and to hear from you also yeah guys all the all all that it said and plus much much more so much more we love you guys we want to keep hearing from you and yeah just you know, be intentional. Let us be intentional, yeah. So that's it from us for this episode, guys. I hope that you've been blessed. Can I get an amen? amen. You can say it on your stage. You can say it wherever you are, guys. Can't so until the next episode, is that? I said they can tweet it to us. They can tweet the amen to us. Yes, yes. You can you can tweet it to us. You can DM us with an amen. We will understand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, guys, that's it for this podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. See you in the next one. I hope you appreciate all, right, all our struggle. Yes, yes. Recording this was a struggle, <laughs> especially being in two different places. You said, are you struggle. saying two? <laughs> We've recorded this at least six times today. Yeah, six times. No, I mean, like, our, yeah, we like are, where we are. We oh, my goodness. This is more like a long distance relationship today. at this point. Or we'll make Tell me about work. it. I'm, I'm wonder how people are surviving. <laughs> yeah, for you, the listeners, we will definitely make it work, guys. So that's it. That's it, guys. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, Roxy. Bye, Nunu. Peace, peace. Love and light. Love and light. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, now. Bye, for real now, guys. See you in the next episode. Bye. So guys, don't forget that you can catch us up on our social media handles, which are... Roxy, what's our social media handles again? For Twitter, you can catch us on us underscore the podcast. The same handle for our Instagram, us underscore the podcast. And you can also email us on us the pod with n and r at gmail.com. So you guys heard that clearly. If you didn't hear it, remember that you can always, you know, go back and play it again. It's the beauty of a podcast. We are looking forward to hearing from you, hearing your feedbacks, your suggestions, even partnership. Even if you want to come on our podcast, you can always email that to us anytime. So don't forget to also like, um, rate us, comment, whatever um, format is available on the podcast you're listening to always share our podcast we love when you share our podcast you don't know who might be benefiting from it so you know thank you guys in thank advance you. all right <laughs>